0: You're listening to The Conscious Coach Podcast by Amber Smith, Episode 8, Spirituality and Business. Hey, I'm Amber Smith. I'm a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, and a coach. I spent the first two years of my coaching business using typical marketing strategies. I worked hard. I consistently produced content. I hustled, I took a lot of action, but my business didn't explode until I started applying the energetics of business. Understanding energy, spirituality, mindset, and wealth consciousness changed everything for me and my business. I stopped growing incrementally and started growing exponentially. This podcast is for coaches who want to develop their intuition, be co-creators in their life, expand their vision, create and feel abundance, and grow a deeper understanding of themselves so they can go deeper with their clients. I named this podcast the Conscious Coach Podcast because here we will elevate your conscious awareness, get you plugged into the energetics of coaching and business, and expand what you currently think is possible. Let's jump in. Hey, 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 welcome back. I am excited that you are here. Um, I have a lot of good things planned, but today is... Exciting. I love this topic. I'm talking about spirituality and business. And for me, this has been such like a powerful thing for me in my personal life is to like uncover how business and spirituality have such a big intersection. And so many lessons I've learned about business have made me more spiritual and the, like the opposite is true as well. The more spiritual I get, the better I understand business, which is like honestly why I created this podcast, right? Like this is a blend of business coaching and spirituality. And so I just want to talk about kind of why I think business is spiritual. And if this podcast isn't for you, like you probably don't like my recent shift in um, what I'm talking about, but my people like this, like my clients, like that, I blend spirituality and business, and so hopefully you're my people, and that you're gonna keep listening. And if not, that's okay. I I think that there's a place for everyone, but this is this is my thing. Like I really believe this, and I kind of just wanted to talk about a little bit about my story um, with business and spirituality because I believe entrepreneurship is a spiritual path for most people. Um, just because you have to go so much through so much growth um, to be successful. And the way I think about it is you have to challenge your old identity. You have to heal your relationship with money. You have to put yourself out there in a way that can even feel traumatic or unsafe. Like that, we're just not trained to put ourselves out there. <laughs> we attend school and we're taught how to be safe. And then entrepreneurship is like, risk everything. Put yourself out there, <laughs> right? Um, you have to learn. Who you really are, you have to learn faith. Like I I think so much of business is just having faith. Um, you have to understand other people deeply and yourself. You have to have your own back, you have to fail. There's so many things that you have to go through that you're not trained to go through in normal life, like in your church or in your schooling growing up, or even in your home. Like entrepreneurship isn't taught. Like maybe you had, I don't know, some entrepreneur parents good for you. <laughs> um, but a lot of people don't, right. And then they find entrepreneurship and they have to challenge everything they they believe basically. And when you challenge everything you believe, you have to look inward to know what is your truth, like what is true to you beyond. And I'm not talking about like, um, religion or anything like that, because I don't know if I've talked about it, but I'm, I'm very religious. And what I'm talking about here is like a personal spirituality, like your connection to God and how you feel about him and how you feel about yourself in relation to business. That's kind of what I have planned for today. Um, Because of all the things that I just talked about, all the things that you have to go through to be successful. There are just so many lessons in entrepreneurship and that I've witnessed for myself and my own growth, but also as I've seen my clients grow, it is like a spiritual process to choose yourself enough to put yourself out there, to charge money for what you do as a coach. Um, And for me, it's just hard not to, it's hard not to believe that business is spiritual. And if that doesn't reson- resonate with you, like I said, maybe this isn't the podcast episode for you. And um, I got this idea originally because I read the book, The Big Leap, which I highly recommend by Gay Hendricks. Um, and he he said this one line that I'll never forget. He said, business is a, is a spiritual path. And I totally believe that. <laughs> and I agree. Um, this is how I think of it. Everything was created spiritually before it was created physically. That's true for everything. And... Um, I also want to just offer that that's like business, right? In a nutshell, um, you have an idea, you spend time making it better, talking to people about it, researching it, the idea grows in your head and then you decide to put it out into the world and people pay you for your ideas basically that you've created. Um, that's a little oversimplified. So let's just hash it out a little bit more for you coaches, um, You know, before you were a coach, you were not a coach, and then you had an idea, right? Something in a of a spiritual sense. I think ideas are spiritual; they're not physical. Um, And you thought about it. You thought about being a coach. Maybe you saw someone be a coach. Maybe you listened to a podcast that made you interested in coaching. And the idea you just like held it in your mind. You just kept thinking about it and wondering what it would be like. Then maybe you did some research into coach training or um, how to be a coach and you listened to podcasts and read books and um, you started like really liking the idea and then you decided to become a coach. Whether you got certified or not, you decided to put yourself out there in the world as a coach. And so that was the action that began making your spiritual concept of coaching a real thing in physical reality. And I just want to offer that that this is really powerful to understand because this is how you make money as well. Once you've started your business, it's the same thing, right? You have an offer that you think about. You take action, putting it into the world, selling, making connections. Um, maybe you start a website, whatever. You take action, and then you get make it real by creating real money, right? But the money that was first created in your mind. Same thing for your business. Um, your ideas, your thoughts, your the nudges from your intuition are spiritual creation. And then your action is what makes it physical. And I just love this blend. We already talked about masculine and feminine blending um, of energy that makes creation. And I just think it's so amazing to think about this. And it's also very challenging, right? Like action is not easy. Having an idea and making it real sounds awesome, but it it can be really hard sometimes. And I just want to offer that it's supposed to be hard and that will refine you in the process Um, that's what I think is so cool about business, right? It's not easy. It's not meant to be, it's supposed to challenge us and refine us as we grow, as we try to make our spiritual ideas into something real. Um, we become someone new. And I, I honestly think that's what it's all about. And if you think, if you want it to be easy, like this isn't the game for you, (laughs) right? Business is a game for people who like the challenge. And like, I love this game. I tell my clients that all the time, like, I love the game of business. And if you don't love the game of business, entrepreneurship is going to be really hard for you. Um, I love the puzzle pieces that you have to put together. I love seeing what's possible. I even love failing because it means I'm on my way, right? And that's the kind of mindset that you have to have as you're going through this because it is so challenging. It forces you to look inward in ways that a lot of people don't. Right? Not everyone is an entrepreneur um, for a reason. It's because it's so challenging. It's, it's up to you to make everything real, to take your ideas and make it tangible. And it's no surprise that a lot of entrepreneurs go through a type of spiritual awakening. I know for a lot of my clients, they have because they have to process their money mindset. They are introduced to wealth consciousness and manifestation. Um, They learn that like, just because you do something like everyone else doesn't mean you get the same results, right? Like it doesn't matter if you have the right strategy and action necessarily. Sometimes it's beyond that. And that's when they understand like the spirituality of stuff. And so it's interesting, myself included Many coaches find themselves opening their minds to new ideas that they have never experienced before or processed before because they're looking for answers that we weren't taught before in school. And so I just think it's interesting that this blend happens for a lot of people, um, the spiritual and business path together. Like I know many entrepreneurs that study spirituality as much as they study business. I'm like that because to me, it just makes intuitive sense. Um, I've, my business success has come because of my spiritual growth. And like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, that is why I started this podcast. So hopefully this is something that you're interested in too. Um, cause when I set out to be an entrepreneur, I just was bombarded with how heavy it felt to do this work. Like I felt like Especially as an introvert, putting myself out there was so challenging for me, so exhausting because I wasn't taking care of myself spiritually because it was such a spiritual journey. Um, I felt so exposed and raw. And maybe you're there too. Maybe you're there right now. Maybe you feel really exposed and raw um, as you're growing your business. And I just want to, I don't know, I guess bond with you. Like I get it. I really understand how that feels. Um, Even if you're an extrovert, I think that the toll it takes on us to put ourselves out there, to choose ourselves, to say, hey, here I am, I'm choosing growth. And we underestimate how, what kind of um, reaction we can have to that. And I think spirituality is the answer to that, that problem because we go inward and take care of ourselves inward. Um, we're spiritual beings. And so taking care of ourselves that way allows us to show up in this very physical, de- physically demanding way in business. Um, and like the intro of my podcast, I talk about everything changed in my business when I stopped studying marketing and strategy and started learning about my personal spirituality, like wealth consciousness and mindset and manifestation, (laughs) all those things like that's when my business took off and it's no surprise, right? Like it wasn't the strategy. It wasn't the, the action, the action comes after that spiritual creation. We talked about, um, I read a book that really changed my perspective, I guess, of business and success. And it's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. I love it. And I'm just going to go through the seven chapters with you because they're just so good. Um, And I highly recommend the book. Like I said, it's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success um, by Deepak Chopra. And I love following him on Instagram too. I I highly recommend checking out his stuff. But this book is just like a really good introduction, I think, um, because... Like I said, I think business is spiritual, and so this is a good place to start. So number one is the law of pure potentiality, and he says that the source of all creation is pure consciousness. Pure potentiality seeking expression from the unmanifest to the manifest, kind of what we talked about, like the spiritual becoming physical, um, and when and he also talks about how our true self is pure potentiality, which is like spirit, and I I believe that that we are, we have spirits, and so for me it's like a yes, like. I am pure potentiality. I am spirit. I can be anything. I was created by a, the God of the universe who understands laws that I don't understand. I can expand myself in ways that I don't, I don't even understand what's possible yet. And that's the way business is, like infinite possibility. Like I have infinite possibilities as a human, and my business has infinite possibilities as well. And we're because we're made of the same stuff, right? Everything's energy. So I, I just love that, um... The first that that was number one. I have the book open, so if you hear it, um, yeah, I'm actually like looking at it. Um, the law of giving, and I love this idea because business is giving. (laughs) Like, if you really think about it, like, I was thinking, I was talking to my client the other day. I was like, "Well, to make a million dollars, like, do you know how much you have to give the world to make a million dollars?" And she was like, "I've never thought about it that way before. I've only." looked at it like well i'll become a millionaire it it seemed so greedy but like really think about it like how much value do you have to add to the world in order to make that back like that's incredible it means you're you're helping thousands of people probably um and i think about that like i want to help thousands of people i want to be a millionaire and i know that that's the requirement right like i think about jeff bezos who makes billions and billions of dollars but like I benefit from his the value he's putting out in the world. He helps millions of people have better lives through Amazon, and so it's not selfish of him. Think about how the people that benefit. Like that's that's the law of giving. Um, Deepak says the universe operates through dynamic exchange. Giving and receiving are different aspects of the flow of energy in the universe. In our willingness to give that which we seek, we help it, we keep the abundance of the universe circulating in our lives. So I love this. Concept in business, because when you give value to the world, it always comes back. And I always tell my clients, we don't get to decide how it comes back or who it comes back from. <laughs> but um, if you want to receive more, give more. And I just, I, yeah, <laughs> ponder that. If you want more in your business, how can you give more? And it'll just be a natural um, like consequence of you giving, you'll receive more and also giving just feels good, right? Like we feel good when we give. And I think business is a unique, um, opportunity for us to just really give. And because to sell something, you have to believe in it so deeply, you have to believe in the other people, especially coaching, like even selling is giving. And that's another thing that you can contemplate, um, as well. So let's see, uh, number three, is the law of karma or cause and effect. Every action generates a force of energy that returns to us in like kind. What we sow is what we reap. And that's like an obvious connection to business. Like you can't reap what you didn't sow, right? Like if you're not creating connections and relationships, if you're not adding value ahead of time in your marketing, like you can't sow clients. That comes after dedicating time and energy into sowing. Like I think I talked about the... Metaphor of business being like a garden like you have to plant and care for your garden before you can like take the fruit home Right, and so that's just the law of karma or cause and effect like in business. There is always a cause and effect What's powerful is to remember that you are the cause of your business and that you are not at the effect of your business So if you're not getting the effects that you want you have to look at the cause. How can you improve yourself? How can you give more how can you plant better seeds How can you expand yourself so that you can reap what you want to reap and harvest instead of being confused? (laughs) Um, This number four was an interesting one for me. It said it's the law of least effort. And he says nature's intelligence functions with effortless ease with careful carefreeness, harmony and love. When we harness the forces of harmony, joy and love, we create success and good fortune with effortless ease. Um, this is a hard one, I think, for people who are born with that nat- natural hustle instinct. Um, we think that success comes because we've earned it and it's hard. And the harder it is, the, m- the more worthy you are of it. And that's just not true. Um, there's many, many people that I know and look up to and myself included now. like I've learned this lesson the hard way is that hustle doesn't make money. Um, there are things that action is required, but you don't have to hustle for it. You don't have to work your, to the bone. Um, and actually you working harder doesn't make you more worthy of success than anyone else. And so I love this concept of least effort. Um, it gets to be easy and <laughs> it might be challenging for you to really grasp that until you apply it. So something I challenge my clients to do is like not work. Like, even though they're, you can always work right? as an entrepreneur, there's always something to do, but the challenge is not working and really just being with yourself and having fun and allowing it to be fun, even if you don't have the results you want yet. And like a lot of people in the coaching industry do not teach it that way. Like, I just want to put it out there. <laughs> and so it's okay. You need to forgive yourself and your mentors that have taught you that you have to work really hard to get what you want. Um, Because I, it's just not true, right? Or else you would have the results that you wanted, right? If that was how you got the results, you would already have it. That's a very masculine way of thinking, like work harder to get more. But the more that I've studied money and success, like that's just not true. There's plenty of successful people who don't work super hard and they make a ton of money. Like I think about... People who are blue-collar workers, like janitors, or um, like, yeah, anything. Any, any type of job that they work really hard. Like, I have friends that work really hard. I have um, family members that work really hard, and they don't make more money than entrepreneurs, I know, because it's not hard work that creates money, it's value. And value can be easy and simple, and you can enjoy your life along the way and still make a lot of money. Like, I know people that are doing this on a really big, in a really big way. Um, so I love that law of least effort Like that's how nature works and it can work for you in your business too um, number five is the law of intention and desire inherent in every intention and desire is the mechanics for its fulfillment, intention and desire is the field of pur- pure potentiality have, in the field of pure potentiality have infinite organizing power when we introduce an intention in the fertile ground of pure potentiality we put this infinite organizing power to work for us Um, if you aren't familiar with setting intentions, I highly recommend that you do some work around this because this is like the idea of spiritual, like that spiritual creation before the physical creation intention is that spiritual, um, the, the spiritual part before you take action. Right. So I do this with my coach. Like I set intentions for the clients that I sign for the money I'm going to make, I decide it within me first like it's like a mental game almost like i'm in i'm setting the intention out there that i want this and then i get to work but the intention comes first because there's always infinite possibilities like we know from consciousness and from spirit um you can do so many different things the intention is what sets it in motion and makes it real because how if there's a bajillion options for you the intention narrows it down to a few So that it can actually become real instead of staying possible, it becomes like tangible. Um, So this is something that I would recommend spending time with is like setting intentions in your business. And that's just the idea that you make decisions like this is going to happen. And I don't know how, but this is what my intention is. And then you get to work. I also want to add that desire is um, like a roadmap. I I know a lot of coaches talk about this, but desires are your roadmap to where you want to go. So combining intention and desire is really powerful because it makes it possible for you to create what you want. First, spiritually, right, with your intention. But how do you know what you want to create? You follow your desire, right? Like, what do you What do you want? Um. So many of us have been trained not to even know what we want. That's a good place to start. <laughs> you need to start by like being really honest with yourself and being brave enough to say what you want like i still remember the first time i told um my family that i wanted to make a million dollars i haven't made a million dollars yet but i just trust that i will because that's my intention and um i remember them looking at me like i was crazy but i was like but this is how millionaires are made like they had to put the intention out first and they had to have the desire so many people don't even let the desire grow because the world has like shut it down so much that it's, it's vulnerable to set a desire out, um, and to put it out into the world. But that's how people create it. That's like the gurus and the mentors and the successful people that we all look up to and follow. They set the intention and the desire and they followed it. And so you have to be like that if you want their results. Right. (laughs) And it feels kind of, um, like a stretch, but that's how we have to do it. <laughs> um, so first, like, what do you want? And are you brave enough to say it? Are you brave enough to acknowledge it to yourself that you want something? Um, that was number five. Number six is the law of detachment. In detachment lies the wisdom of uncertainty. In the wisdom of uncertainty lies the freedom from our past, from the, un- from the known, which is the prison of past conditioning. And in our willingness to step into the unknown, the field of all possibilities, we surrender ourselves to the creative mind that orchestrates the dance of the universe. I love this so much. This is like letting go of the how, right? Okay, we set our intention, and our desire, and then the law of detachment is all about letting go of how you think it's supposed to go. Like letting go of all the details, letting go of um, control, like really surrendering. For me, it's surrendering to God's will and to just trust that he can see the bigger picture and that because I have the intention and desire and I take action in faith, like he will orchestrate all the details for me. And like if you believe in the universe, it's the same thing. Like the universe is going to take care of you um, if you're detached from the how. <laughs> this is really hard. I like how he calls it a dance, the dance of the universe, because it, we do have a say, right? Like we do we do create but I like to think of it as being co-creators, and I teach this with my clients a lot. Like, You don't get to control every outcome, and there's out, and there's circumstances in our lives that feel so out of our control, and yet I will still teach till the day I die that you can create the life and the results that you want. It just might look differently than you originally thought, and honestly, I think it's more beautiful than we can even picture when we really surrender to God's will and let him work in our life and in our business because it's just an exercise in faith that's that's really how I see detachment is it's just faith it's working out you set the intention the desire you go to work and you let go of all the ways you think it's supposed to go and I really think this is how miracles are are created in business and things that work out that you had no idea were going to work out like (laughs) I've had that happen many times I told Wesley I was going to sign a client a couple weeks ago and he's like well who is who do you think it is and I was like oh I don't know (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just trust that it's coming and it totally did. And she's amazing, but it's just interesting that like, I, I've just learned how to co-create things because I set the intention and then I let go of how it's going to happen. And that's such a powerful lesson and it feels really scary if you're not familiar with it, but the more you practice, the easier it gets. I will say, um, I also think that the, the more detached you can be, the more fun you can have (laughs) because you're not so worried about controlling things. You're like enjoying the ride. So I really like the law of detachment. Um, and if you struggle with that, it's probably somewhere in there is your need for control, which if you can let go, I promise you're just going to have a much more fun time building your business. You'll enjoy the journey more because you just trust it's all going to work out and you're going to have the results um, because you're certain of the results, you're just uncertain of how, and that's okay with you. You're just along for the ride and it's fun. Um, number seven is the law of Dharma or purpose in life. Everyone has a purpose in life, a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And when we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our own spirit, which is the ultimate goal of all goals. Um, I love this for me. Like, I'm sure you feel the same coaching. Is that for me? Beyond, of course, my role as mom and wife and like my family, that's like number one to me, but living out my purpose publicly and beyond my house (laughs) and beyond my children, I really feel like coaching and entrepreneurship is my calling, is my dharma, I guess is the, the way that he would explain that or my purpose in life. And my feeling is that it's yours too, or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um, I mean, maybe mostly coaches listen to this podcast, but whatever you do, you probably feel called to it. Like this is what you're supposed to be doing. And that's really where I think that business is a spiritual path. If you're drawn to entrepreneurship, if you've been drawn to coaching, it's because you're good at it. It's because you're meant to do it. Um, It's your, if it's your desire, it's your map, right? So you're supposed to be doing this and figuring out how to be doing it really well and profitably and impacting as many people as you can with your gifts And it's meant to be that way. Like I just don't think it's an accident that we want the things that we want, including business. And so, really being comfortable saying that, comfortable talking about it, comfortable investing in it, taking big leaps, um, trying new things, all of that, in the name of living out your purpose in life, can feel really scary. But I think the more you do it, the more natural and easy it becomes because it just becomes who you are. Right? Like it's, it's just someone that you're becoming and getting used to. Um, Even if it feels uncomfortable for the first little bit, eventually it becomes just like second nature. And that's how I'm starting to feel. And it feels really good um, to be living the way that I want to, even though I had no idea this is where I would be like five years ago. I had no idea at all that I'd be doing this. And it's so cool to see like the evolution of myself as I grow spiritually and in business like I would say I am blowing my own mind all the time because I didn't know that this was even possible. Like entrepreneurship is total possibility and I feel like that's really understanding the spirituality of myself is like anything is possible because I'm made in the image of God and like all things are possible to him. I really see that it's all things are possible to me. And like I said, like whatever you believe, like if it's the universe or whatever, like same is true, right? Whatever you believe, like you can see it play out in your business. Like everything is possible. Understanding the how isn't as important as understanding that you can. And I love that because the how kind of sucks sometimes. (laughs) Um, The how feels uncomfortable. The how is hard. The how is new, right? Right. Um, putting yourself out there, selling, making a website, writing copy, writing posts, having consults, getting told no, failing—all the crud that comes from the action part of business—becomes smaller when you grow yourself to be bigger than your problems. If you miss that, I just dare you to go back and listen to what I just said. Like it was really profound. Spiritual spiritual growth lets you be bigger than your problems in business. And that's how you keep expanding your business is by becoming bigger than the problems presented in your business. That's why I think business is spiritual because it forces you to go inward to grow. Okay. And I just feel so passionately about this. I hope you can feel that. Like, I think if you want to grow your business, find ways to become more spiritual, find ways to expand yourself and to understand yourself more deeply and your business will grow as you understand the laws that we just talked about from Deepak Chopra about there's tons like these are <laughs> there's so many books I could share this was just one book I chose because he outlines it so um, simply and so I hope it was helpful to you like I love the book and um, for me like business is spiritual and so I hope that it resonated with you too, and if not, that's okay. I'm sure you got something from today's episode because there's a lot of gems, and maybe this is when you go back and listen to. Like, I might go back and listen to some of the things I said. Sometimes when I'm feeling it, I say things, and I'm like, "Dang! Like, I needed to hear that." It just like flows through me. <laughs> anyway, uh, fun, fun. So, thank you for listening today. Um, I will be back with another episode next week. I just want you to know that I appreciate you listening. If you feel inclined. We share this with a friend who might share the same values as you like spirituality and business and coaching. I think it'd be really cool if you could share it. Um, I would mean a lot to me. Thank you. And I will see you next week. Hey, are we hanging out on Instagram yet? If not, we should be. I try to pop in there every day to add value for you guys. It's a great way to connect and I'd love to see you there. Follow me at It's Amber Smith. Send me a DM and say, hey, Um, I'd love to connect with you there. Talk soon.